0: Okay. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is episode number 117 Imagine Client Expectations. Let's go around the room, real quick, and get everyone introduced. We're going to, man, we got a gaggle of Chris's. All right, Chris. First, Chris here. Chris (laughs) Connery, tell me about yourself. Uh,
1: Chris Connery, postmodernsales.com, startup veteran. Uh, lots of WordPress, work at full contact now, helping solve the uh, address book problem. Very cool. The address book problem. Uh, See, so needs, needs that fixed. All right. Mm-hmm. needs it fixed.
2: Yeah,
3: finding the app is so hard on my phone.
0: <laughs> Chris Wegman, tell us about yourself.
2: Hey, yes, carry <laughs> on,
4: Chris I'm a developer with iThemes.com. Uh, been around a bunch of agencies over the last few years as well and worked on
0: both sides of the fence there. Very cool. How about you, Dave?
5: I'm Dave of Spectrum Tech. Uh, we build e-commerce plugins and custom plugins and all kinds of fun stuff.
3: How about you, George? I'm George Stefanis. I am the team lead for Jetpack, and I would just like to say how much I really appreciate that we are um, participating in the airing of grievances here on this festivus. <laughs> <Eve. laughs>
6: what are the feats of strength? Uh,
0: coming
2: up. <laughs> I want to do that.
0: Speaking of strong, what about you, Jeff? Oh, nice. Thanks for that <laughs> answer, man. My name is
4: Jeff Zinn. I am one half of Pixel Jar, the other half being Brandon, who is awesome. Uh, I helped do the Orange County Work Camp, but we no longer lead it because we have a great leader for this year, so that's very exciting. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave it at that.
2: Your face is a Pixel Jar. What about you, Kareem? I don't, I don't know. I just love I'm, the name of your company. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, just kidding. I'm Kareem Murugy. I like the name of your
7: company. Crab favorite.
0: Very nice. Good, good to see you here, Kareem. How about you, Sarah?
2: I'm Sarah. I'm the production manager at Zeke. Miss Say Reed. Zeke, baby. Zeke, baby. Uh, hey, I'm Say Reed. I don't work for Zeke, um, I, I work for me. And I do WordPress stuff, and at Read Media. Steve.
0: Very nice. How about you, Steve? And he's muted. <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> he's, no. He's been doing this a few days. Oh, His no. name's Steve Zangit, and uh, he is the CTO at Zeek Interactive, and um, I don't remember what else he does. I, I kind of tune out usually.
1: <laughs> he's he's meet-up. back. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, there's a bunch I of know.
2: meetups Steve, in
6: place. I'm Steve Zangit. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I lead the OC WordPress meetup. Nice.
0: That's I'm it. Jason Tucker. You can find me, Jason Tucker, on Twitter, and I blog over at WPmedia.pro. So, grievances, let's make it happen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Happy change!
6: So um, I gave a talk at uh, WordCamp Vegas uh, last weekend, and um, the talk was managing client expectations. Wait, wait, hold on,
3: Steve. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Are we okay talking about this?
6: No, what happens in Vegas ends up on Instagram.
1: Ah, yeah. It's it. a rule.
2: In these uh-huh. what happens in Vegas gets incorporated into the company charter. So
6: <laughs> that's just right. kind
2: of what's happening over there. So,
6: so, I gave I gave this talk at WordCamp Vegas, and I put up ten rules for managing client expectations, and I have them here. And I thought we'd go over them and discuss them here on the water cooler. How's Is that, that
2: like the rules, like that book that one time? So like that guy rules. It's
6: just like that. So. It's
2: like ten simple rules for dating my teenage daughter. <laughs> <laughs> for that show. No. Oh yeah. wow. no. Yeah. I
6: think we're I like all
0: too
3: old to be dating any teenage daughters. <laughs> True story. What's
2: your number one, Steve?
6: Number Let's one. Let's down your and list. We're and... probably going to spend our whole time right here. So number one is the client is always right. No. Wrong. Even no. when they are wrong. No.
3: Okay, I'm going to cut you off right there. We're not going to no. spend our entire time on this, <laughs> and here's why. Uh-huh. If, the okay, is right.
2: okay. if
3: the client was always right, they wouldn't need to
6: hire us. Okay. That's That's
2: not true. There's a, the there's a the difference between saying the on. <laughs> There's a difference between saying the client is always always right and the client always knows what to do. Those are different things,
5: oh. different words. No, no think all the all client
2: not always no, know what to do.
6: Either. either way, clients always right.
2: The no. client's right if the client is paying the bills, but you have to define what right means. Does right mean they get what they want, or does that (laughs) mean that they are correct? That a slider is a good use of space. For example, for example, which I mean, this this of course would never happen. But let's say a client calls me very upset about the way that something's being handled, and they feel like they're just not getting what they're what they're supposed to be getting. It's kind of like improv. You always say yes, and
4: yes, and yeah. But that doesn't mean they're always right.
1: Yeah, so I agree with Sarah. The yes and is a really (laughs) huge thing to go with. The the yes and is a huge thing. I actually talk a lot in the stuff I write about how improv is probably the most underutilized sales skill. uh, Mm -hmm. Being able to kind of wing things on the fly. Um, And saying yes and is a huge part of that. But the client is very rarely right. And much like George is saying, they hired us because we're the experts. They did. So Mm -hmm. your object when saying yes and is, yes, I totally see why you see that and here's why this is why we're doing it the other way because this is what we've done in the past over and over and over again. Yeah. You give them the, the reason to believe they might be right but then you have to show them why they're not.
2: Chris, yeah. that approach yeah. is exactly yeah, the reason all, that I think that, them to smithereens. <laughs> that there is so much animosity a lot of times you know and often I'm seeing the other end the client end that's dealing with the web developer and I think that it's that attitude what you just said that the client isn't right and, and that general consensus is the problem. There's a super like I'm so smart, I know everything problem that happens with web development, and you're like, the client doesn't know what they're talking about, they haven't read the studies. What the client is right about, and and what we don't often acknowledge enough, is the client is right about their business. The client knows what their objectives are, and it's our responsibility as the developer to figure out what those objectives are and align the project with the business objectives. It's not about who's right or who's wrong. It's a comprehensive project. No, let, let, me just, let me just let me just, <laughs>
1: in, in no way, shape, or form was I saying that I'm always right. In fact, I'm usually wrong no. right as well. No, because what you were saying, you were being flippant and I on, on, excusable. On, no, so no, that on.
4: no, was one. On that's no, 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 no. What no. no, no, no. you take a a look at? What? Episode number
0: eight.
4: All right. I love this. Why the Thanksgiving? What is
2: anyone saying? My house at Thanksgiving.
4: What Chris was saying, and this is very important, is that you have to educate the client you don't say that you're right like no you're wrong I'm right here's why I'm right you're saying I hear what you're saying this is an alternative and this is why this is an alternative is important and probably a better option yeah and
5: you can make recommendations
4: often you can get the client to agree like yes this is the right thing to do
7: and but that falls into two categories thing? go that ahead that falls Karina. into two categories you're either talking about money or schedule so if you start with as Sarah said the client is always right and this is how it's gonna affect money or this is how it's gonna affect schedule, then you bring in Say's point about their business, you'll always find consensus because they won't want to spend time or money or they'll decide that the business is more important. That's true. Uh, Act as if they're always right.
6: And part of what I said in Vegas and part why, why I have this rule is I, I really want um, my team and everybody in the community to change their frame of thinking. It's, it, this is not an adversarial relationship. right? This, yes. is, this, is, this is a team effort. Yes. So I like what Jeff said. There is no right or wrong. you you' not see.
3: It's like uh, uh, maybe they say, eh, right, wrong, I'm the guy with the gun. The client's one with the checkbook, so they're going to be the one setting the goals. You just need to help them understand the best way to get to those goals. So, yeah, we'll, we'll You can we'll make a good recommendations believe.
5: and tell them why something may or may not be a good idea, but it's really up to them to make that final decision, and then your job is to carry that out.
1: Well, and so a lot we'll of really I to help with that is say, hey, look, here's why I wouldn't do it that way because of this, this, and this that I've done in the past, but ultimately exactly. it's your money, and if that's how you want to do it, by all means, but this yeah, I mean, is why I wouldn't do it that way. So there's also another
3: aspect
4: to that, Your
2: which you just said wrong about... They chose the wrong <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you just made another point about how you say this is how I've done it in the past. I think, again, it really does happen a lot that just because you did it a certain way in the past doesn't mean that this business and these business objectives are the same as they were. And I think that it, a lot of times it does become, I know better because I'm the developer and so this is how it should be, when it's not a matter of collaborating with the client on the business objectives. So I think the whole the whole framing of that question is really wrong and what Steve is saying about that this is a team effort for that everyone should stop being like well they're wrong and you know and antagonizing each other and be like how can we meet the business objectives while implementing the most effective and efficient technology solution. That then no one's wrong no one's right it's just a matter of how to best achieve those objectives.
1: Right, you make it a collaborative effort instead of an you Rule number two. <laughs> You're going to keep us moving. <laughs> Only yeah.
6: ten minutes on the first one. All right. Email. Three hours. Did Rule it? number two. Rule number two. Email is the worst form of communication. Second worst, texting.
5: I would switch no. those, but close enough. But email I mean, do you really text, text
2: business yeah. relationships? Right. Yeah. My clients, Absolutely.
5: My
6: clients text me.
2: Call me, happy face. <laughs> Lots
4: of emojis in my client. That emojis, for form sure. form of communication. Yeah. Emoji no,
2: business set. There is a business fish sticker set now on Facebook, so I mean, business but communication but is now easy.
6: So, so, so what's one, the problem with email and texting? Yeah. So well, the problem with email and texting is they're all
3: intrinsically one to a certain set of people, and they're not in a central place where future people coming onto the team can look and see the previous justification for decisions. So that's they're email not three. logged easily. And that's part of it, but you know, I have so to them. forward every email and every yes. thread to the new person. And that's project that
2: tracking, George, that's project I tracking know. and yeah. that type of thing, as opposed no. to communication, communication, which is communication. what Steve's talking about. Communication is part email of project, project tracking. You
1: lose, you lose tone, you lose body language, use context when you don't have high-fidelity conversation. I've always big. told my people that the, you aim for the highest fidelity conversation possible. Get in person <laughs> if you can, get video if you can't, get phone if you have to, Email is the last resort. That's why I, I, I always aim for, for the telegrams. highest fidelity I can
2: get. To. What,
1: a, what
4: about email as a backup to the communication, though? Definitely it's just the documentation. You know, it's always, you yes. To email. Oh
2: yeah, I always do follow-up
1: emails.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's where it's at. not the communication, but the, the backup and the documentation.
6: So, Chris, I love what you said. You know, when you read an email, it's up to you to interpret what the what the feelings and emotion are behind the text, and it, there's a lot of assuming that happens there.
2: I mean not with emoji though, that's obviously very clear.
6: <laughs> right. Well, yeah. the exception. <laughs> Unless you put wind the window at, at the end of it.
2: <laughs> all right, let's do three.
6: Alright, number three. Don't react.
2: Just what? Chill. No, don't. what are you saying, man? Come on.
6: Be cool. Be cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Good reactions, bad reactions, they're all reactions. Don't react. Anybody anybody want to comment can before
2: you, I talk can, about this? Can one of a human not react? Do you mean don't like visibly react? Don't respond within the first thirty seconds? I mean you're gonna have a reaction. Say, no, like, say, we're we're saying, we're saying, saying. not react.
3: You speak. Don't be the first to speak. Think before you speak.
4: Absolutely. And think before you act as well. Don't just like, oh I'm gonna go fix this on the website. Like think about it, make sure you're actually doing a right to solution. Don't take the website down that happens on a reaction a lot. Do not do do cowboy code. Wait, don't take the website right. okay, down. <laughs> That's
1: correct. Do not cowboy code. The, the, the that, female labs app is probably the best thing in the world. And no matter what happens, do not get defensive
7: because then the client is going to come after you even further.
1: Yeah. So also you need to sound
7: place. from a centered place in any, any time you talk to them. Because mm-hmm. if you're ever defensive,
3: that yeah, is then putting the you in an adversarial relationship, and we're back to number one again.
7: Exactly.
6: Yeah. And they're so going to
7: assume you did something wrong.
6: One of my tricks when I get a when I get an email that might be angry or heated is I'll write the email or I'll write the reaction I want to write. But the first thing I do is I hit reply and I take them out of the to field. Yes, I write it. <laughs> no, and then I delete it. That is
4: too dangerous. Don't, do not do it in a word if doc if you have to. Don't fine. put it in a word doc. That's why he takes
6: them out of the two field.
4: No, 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 because you might forget. Something might happen. That still could get to the point if you make a mistake. I, I think so this is Jeff's uh,
5: Jeff speaking from experience. <laughs> no, no, no. This is all <laughs> no, of
7: us. We've all done this. Yeah, I know Eric we've all, all done this. this. Right? No. I, I only get those emails at 2 o'clock in the morning from Steve. <laughs> 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 we've learned
2: anything from the Sony hack. Hey, um, yeah. I, I think, think that now please... is going to get read right into a deposition. Another, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait, wait a Actually, that's another, a great
6: point. Another trick is just get up from your desk and go take a walk. Walk around the building, walk around the office, just yeah. cool off. Right? I would just take five like to minutes, point out 10
2: that all of these tips are tips that everyone should also be incorporating into their interpersonal relationships in general. Yeah. <laughs> they sound like great, great relationship tips, and the fact that Steve is the one giving us this is like, just really interesting to me. You That's all I'm saying. I just find it pretty interesting. Thank wow. you,
5: Who you, is you. number four?
6: Number, number four. four. Shut up and listen.
1: Wait. <laughs> We're doing a poor job of that today. Let me tell you. What? Who? I win.
3: I don't know. I think Chris wegman has been doing a fantastic job of shutting up and listening to
2: the rest of us, <laughs> She's standing up and silently judging. Is what's happening over there?
1: <clears> uh, Great. Something like that. Anybody <laughs> <talk> about that. <laughs> this, this one's easy. You have two ears and one mouth. Use them proportionally. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> nice. It's nice. It's it's nice. Unless like that.
3: there's ten people in the chat. Then about, one with
2: nine parts. I'm right. about so water to cooler would be uh, the exception. Tweet all of your significant others and see how just how well this gets implemented <laughs> throughout one's life. Or is this really just isolated into business? You guys sound very enlightened. That's all I'm saying. Oh
1: no, my wife will disagree. I don't do this at all at home, so no. <laughs> Alright, number five. Take ownership hey, of the situation. he just did that. He just took ownership. Jay. Terrible So oh,
2: cute. <laughs> oh, right. I should do number four. <laughs> take
6: ownership. Number four. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's talk about this.
1: So this oh, is yeah. a nice corollary to number one, is uh-huh. when, when you do make mistakes, and it's not an if, it's a win, because we all do it, right. admit it. Say, look, hey, I screwed up, or this happened, or this thing was totally unexpected. Here's what we're doing to take control of it right now. But I think it's, it goes along with the number one, which is when there are problems, it's not the client's fault.
6: Absolutely. Right. I, the expert. I, I extend this into even situations that may be outside of your control. Oh, yeah. You take ownership of those things. You're, you're hired to do something. And even though they might not be something that you were responsible for or something that you caused, go and take ownership and figure that out. It goes a long way.
5: Yeah, when the client hits the upgrade button and brings the site down, it's your problem. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Block the upgrade button. Well, you could do that, uh, but it's still your problem. Or when they forget to pay their hosting bill or, or whatever. I mean, these, these are all things that have happened to me and clients yeah. in the past. So domain registration so expires. The, the sell certificate I told, expires.
6: Yeah, the story I told at WordCamp at Vegas was uh, we had a political site go down uh, on the day of the midterm elections. Down, it was down all day. Oh, good. All right. The reason it was down is the uh, there was a DNS bill that wasn't paid, $12.00.
0: Oh, jeez. Wow. Okay. Nice. Well, the
6: DNS company had sent several emails. They tried to contact everyone, and they just they went to a spam folder, so it was nobody's specific fault. But when the client called me, I took ownership of that situation, and I saw it through. Simple as yeah, that. Yeah, and that's an
4: important point, too, is you're saying you're taking ownership of the situation, not necessarily the issue or the problem. No, no,
6: no. It's not, not, not
4: blame. It. Just
5: ownership. Yeah. Which, again, I think,
4: I think blame is, uh, and this goes back to a lot of the points, is blame is just a very dangerous thing in general. Yes. Don't be, again, like... Uh, Kareem said, you know, don't be defensive because again, that's when blame starts getting right. thrown out, fingers get pointed. Again, just take the situation like, here's the situation, here's how we're going to solve it. That's really what the client wants to hear.
5: Matter of fact. Very matter, matter of factly. Right. Yeah. Everyone is it, much more it, interested
3: it, in it, getting the situation resolved than finding out who to scream at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. figure out who to scream at later.
6: And and one of the ways I say that is is hey I tell you what let's go solve this right now later on we could do a postmortem once the situ- once the dust settles we'll do a postmortem we'll figure out how to solve how to prevent this in the future right now I really want to focus in and fix this situation. Matter
7: right, but of fact. backing up, but backing up what Jeff said also don't don't also try to say it's somebody else's problem if you're trying to get Remember. get rid of it yeah. just let's solve it.
5: Yeah. yeah.
7: All right,
6: uh, where are we at? Seven. Number
7: six, seven. Oh,
6: six. Oh, yeah, six. six. Math six. is hard. You you know you made a big assumption there. <laughs> I did. Number six <laughs> is don't assume. Nice. Did you like that? It was a little. Kind I of a see, same what one. <laughs> see what <laughs> you did there. I see what you did Yeah, that's All good. Don't make assumptions.
5: <clears throat> All Agreed.
6: Right, so, so here's the story. Here's, the story, here's the story. I told at uh, at work, Camp Vegas. I got an email that said, "We need to talk immediately." What does that mean?
1: Everyone's Indeed. going
6: to panic on that email, though. Again, that was me, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk immediately. My, my, my gut reaction is, oh, shit. I'm in trouble. Right? That's not what the email was at all. It, the email was about new business. We got They were excited. We got a new project. But it was, we need to talk immediately, exclamation oh. point. That goes back to number two. Email was bad communication. You read tone into that because you felt and guilty <laughs> about what you did. You did. Well, I,
1: and
4: and I reacted. That's right. Wow. Oh man, wow. you broke all your points. Well, this just skip that back, that number worked. ten.
1: Just skip to number ten. This one, you don't overcommunicate. Right? You can always are, talk more.
6: These are these are, these are rules. I'm going to have reactions. I'm going to have assumptions, but it's how you handle uh-huh. them that makes the difference. They're, they're, execution is what matters. Anyway, anybody have anything else to add on? Don't assume. We're moving along. All right, number seven. Keep your promises.
1: So so this one's great. We're talking on this whole episode's topic is managing client expectations. If they don't understand the expectations that you're putting out there for you and you don't keep to those, they're never going to keep to theirs. Oh,
3: yeah. You'll be very careful what you promise.
6: And, and, and and, And, George, that's a great point. So if you don't promise anything, there's no promises to keep.
4: No, but then that's too vague, and then oh, then you're just wondering when things are going to happen.
6: <laughs> oh, go, oh, I don't know, man. That's
1: cool, and you can't be you especially that way about
2: don't it. want to re over uh, don't react <laughs> And then we have agile address. web development. That's
1: important. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I mean, no. honestly, this is this is the the number one rule of customer service of any type, whether it's web developers like ourselves, anyone dealing with clients, even down to retail. I mean, I had a, a terrible experience with an online retailer trying to buy Christmas presents, and got basically told one thing, and another thing happened, and. Uh, they're not going to give them a penny of my money, and the same will be true of your clients.
6: Now, what I was saying to George, I was kind of half-joking and half-not. If you don't if you do overpromise, promise um, then you don't get yourself into trouble, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not talking about an SOW. SOW, your statement of work has certain things in there that you're going to deliver. Those are deliverables. What I'm talking about is promises. So if you're having a conversation with a client and you promise something, make sure you follow up on that.
2: Oh yeah, that's a quick fix. It'll take no more than 10 minutes that's and it's it. like a complete database rework and it's, <laughs> it's, it's a nightmare.
6: Those are the promises I'm talking about.
4: No, but again, that goes to like the communication too. As soon as you realize like that's a bigger issue than you think it is, that's when you have to communicate with them again and say, look, I know this is what I said before. I looked into it. It's actually this other thing. It's going to take all this other stuff. And again, I know that goes into over communicating and honesty is the best policy too. So I yep. apologize for running forward. Oh yeah, we have that's a can
1: so right. it, and, right. and honestly one of the things that's really big here if you're working on a team of more than just yourself like if you're working on a, a 2, 3, 10, 20 person team don't make promises that someone else is going to do the work because easy is a word to use for someone else's job you can always say oh yeah it should be an easy thing and then your developer goes yeah no that's that's a week and a half
6: that phrase is something you need to take out of your vocabulary right now Whatever. everybody that's watching great. everybody watching the water cooler take that yeah. out of your vocabulary Never easy. easy.
3: Oh, that's easy to take out of my vocabulary.
2: Okay. <laughs> take, take one out of your vocabulary. Yeah,
6: that, that'll be easy. Or that, the word easy, it's an easy fix that's simple to do that should be quick. Take that out of your vocabulary. I actually removed
2: it, that from an email this morning. I was like, nope, no, it's actually
5: not. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. That's
6: true. And the thing about promises, I just want to reiterate something you just said is Look, we're human. We're going to make mistakes and we're going to miss deadlines and things are going to happen. So we may make a promise, but I think Jeff said it. Make sure you follow up and say, hey, I made you this promise. This happened. Here's, here's what we're doing about it. So Steve, are you which, is
3: which is the perfect segue into number eight, which is tell your client that you aren't perfect.
6: Tell your client that you aren't perfect. I tell my client right up front when we get into a new new engagement, hey, we're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. And we're going to discover things as we go. That's oh, yeah. setting an expectation.
2: Are you st- seriously? Are you like gonna be like a relationship coach or something? It's just, like, like what is it?
6: I think
3: I new expectations that way right up front. Yeah. Well, I guess when Chris Lemma's not in, Steve has to step up.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, I meant not
6: what. I don't know. I that just got weird. Like what is, is?
2: Is Chris giving you relationship advice?
6: one of, one of the things that i always communicate well, is that is, is I, I let i let my clients know that there are going to be unexpected right there's going to be things that we just don't know uh, that are going to happen on this project
5: yeah their business and people that's normal. They should understand that yeah clients should always, always know that you are
3: not perfect children never <laughs>
6: George, <laughs> <did you know? laughs> i do have a guest today number 9 honesty is the best policy
2: yes mm-hmm. lie.
6: you lie
4: yeah, Jeff Turner. And I talked about this at WordCamp LA, and he, he kind of called me on it, saying, "No, I don't think that's the case." And then my point was, it's not. It's not that you have to tell a client everything. Like I was, you know, I got a flat tire, I got lost, and then went with a wild pack of hobos and ran around for a couple of weeks.
5: <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, lost like the that's lost me at the whole That's why it wasn't flat. delivered on
4: time. <laughs> LA, there was unforeseen circumstances. It was not delivered on time here. But again, going back to the point that we all keep saying is that. Always kind of have a like, yes, this was a mistake. It was my fault. Whatever it might be, but here's the plan going for. Here's the solution to fix whatever that was. And again, that's what the client really wants is to know it's going to get done.
1: Well, it, it it's also ties into the to the take ownership thing. It's you know, yeah, was, be honest. Don't make excuses. Yeah. Let's say, hey, this is what happened. I mean, this is uh, there's a there's a victim and uh, victim cycle you can easily fall into where you can make excuses. It wasn't my fault. I had no idea about this DNS thing you know whatever or you can say hey I'm gonna take ownership of it here's what we're gonna to do to fix it let's make sure it doesn't happen again next time. Right. And do that as soon as you
6: know Right, so don't linger on that. Yes, don't spit on those <laughs> so grenades. It's not also
2: just in an after effect. Oh, I did something wrong. I'm gonna be honest about it. It's also up front when you're proposing a client, or even in your, you know, when you're going after business. I see a lot of this where web developers are like, "Sure, I can totally do that." So that kind of falls under the, pr- you know, prom- don't make promises too. But um, yeah, people are un- dishonest about what they can actually do and they just assume that they can go forward and hire someone out um, and sometimes you can and sometimes you can't but either way, it is dishonest to say that you can do something for a client that you can't. Um, and I know that that gets talked about oh just you know Google it later and yes say yes and say you can do it and you, you know but um, that's creating a dishonest relationship and uh, putting yourself on the hook and putting your clients' business um, in jeopardy.
3: And I think uh, Magento. Oh, that's easy. I'll figure that out. <laughs> no, you have three rules in one statement.
2: Oh,
4: man. wow. But I think Chris yeah. made so. out a good point too that um, the other thing about that too is being quick about that honesty, too. So again, if you if you say this is going to be done in three weeks and then a day later you realize that's going to be six weeks, not three, tell them right away and set that expectation. Don't wait three weeks and then tell them like, oh yeah, it wasn't going to be due today the day I uh, said. Instead it's gonna be three weeks from now. That will be it's a tough conversation to have that first time, but it's a better result in the long run. Well, take, and, and
1: take, a nice take, result take. of that is clients don't mind things going long or going over budget. They hate it when it's a surprise. Right.
7: Yeah. Right. right. That I think a I think in
1: general clients hate surprises,
7: period.
2: Yeah. Which brings
7: yeah. me which brings me to number ten. Uh-huh. <laughs> you cannot over-communicate. Nice what? segue. Good a job. Lot of, a lot of project managers will think that, hey. I documented. I sent an email. They've been told. We are constantly retraining project managers, and we are constantly telling people: write an email, do whatever you want to do, but have those n- regular conversations, have those regular meetings, even if you don't need it. Jump on video, go down and see them, have that phone call, and talk over the project because things will come up. The more you communicate, the more things will bubble up. Uh, and and being said, two thirds of your
3: that being said, if two thirds of your billable time is just for a conversation, uh, you might want to reevaluate how much you're putting into just the conversation and put more into the work. But
7: yes, but putting, Actually, putting my business
6: if, hat on for a minute, and to, to add to what Kareem said, is those conversations will lead to more sales.
7: Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. and if two thirds of your time is going towards a conversation, maybe that client needs it, and maybe you need to be billing mm-hmm. for that time too.
1: Right, Yeah. I mean, I they're, think they're buying that. your expertise, they're not buying your hour, you're not buying your time in front of the keyboard, they're buying your knowledge and your expertise to do whatever it is you're solving for them.
4: Yeah, the other thing too is they, they hire you to do a service because they don't want to do it. So when you are talking to them, there's a good chance they're either multitasking or they've got, you've got 25% of their attention. So you may tell them, hey, uh, again, I said three weeks, it's going to be six, they may or may not hear you. So again, over-communicate, keep repeating. Remember when I told you six weeks instead of three? Every time you talk to them. And again, that goes to Kareem talking about project managers. Well, constantly then, having these conversations.
1: I, I like Creem's idea of having a, a regular meeting. One of the things I've always tried to set up with my teams is let's schedule a regular weekly 10-minute check-in or bi-weekly 20-minute check-in, something where I know that every so often I'm going to have a conversation with you. So that worst-case scenario, the longest I go without talking to you is a, a week, two weeks, whatever it is, so that those conversations do bubble up, so that those surprises don't happen.
5: Yeah, that's something we do. Uh, for longer-term projects, we give a weekly status report. Every Friday they'll get something saying what we've done, what our next steps are going to be. That kind of communication keeps you in their mind as well yes. as letting them know how things are progressing. And it's a good opportunity to bring up problems if you do hit a road bump.
6: So yeah, to conclude, to, to wrap this all up, don't be George Costanza. Everybody. Happy festivus, everybody.
2: Are we, are we are we are um, we airing the grievances?
6: Oh we are. Yeah, one minute. It's the feats of strength.
2: My coffee budget is just really not up to par. <laughs> <laughs>
3: raise your rates, eh? Raise your rates.
2: That's my that's my that's my thing. Jason, you're not. George yeah. wants a raise.
0: George wants a raise.
2: George wants a raise. For,
0: for
6: his participation. Oh, those was getting cooler.
3: Hey, George, I, I
2: demand
0: you double the nothing you pay me for appearing
6: George, on this show. George, I'll triple it. You're doing a great job. I want a refund.
0: Look, we let you talk about Jetpack every single episode, okay?
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> those
3: two <laughs> seconds when I say I'm team lead. Beautiful. You
5: know. I just want to point out that I noticed Say has written number four on her whiteboard behind her.
2: Well, yeah, not only do I have number four right there, I also have a, a thing right here. I'm big into trying to remember. <laughs> yeah,
5: I, I can't see what you're pointing at, though.
2: Oh, it says listen.
6: Uh, I, forget, I forget to remember all the time.
2: It says listen. <laughs> Listening's really important. Bobby, and, um, hey, listen. What? Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Sometimes when you're trying to solve problems so actively, you can't. You 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 uh, you know, you forget that you have to listen for all the data. So you've got to input all the data and then solve the problem. This is something I've learned. Shut up
5: and listen. That's good.
2: Thank
5: yep. okay. you. Phoebe, say, say, say happy
6: holidays.
2: Happy
1: holidays. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Thank you. Good talk
5: That's though.
0: about it for today. Make sure you go to the website WPWatercooler.com and click on the links there. There is a subscribe button on there, so make sure you hit yeah. the subscribe button. <laughs>
1: People down, people down, people down.
0: It's like it's coming right at me. Ah! I know. It's one of those new features of YouTube. So make sure you go to the website, click on those things, click on the little thumbs up button. Link. If you subscribe, don't want to listen Link. to Don't want to watch us, but listen to us. You can also subscribe what? on iTunes. Or leave a question in the comments below.
1: Listen to your face. That's about it, guys. See y'all later. Bye. See y'all.